On today's show, we are talking about competition, profit, and your visibility. What are you currently doing to be competitive above all of your competition? Get that competitive competition? Uh, check it out right now. Hey guys, today we are discussing five tips to doing business in a competitive market. No matter what business niche that you're in, a competitive market can be good, it can be bad. But let's be honest, if it is competitive out there, that's pretty much an indication that you know, you're know you in in the right industry. There's a lot of clients that want to buy from you. There's If you're in the real estate business, there's a lot of deals out there. So obviously there's pros and cons of being in a, a competitive market, but I think if you follow some of these tips that we're going to, that we're going to, going to give, um, you're really going to be able to stand out from your competition and make sure you're still growing because no matter what business you're in, no matter what type of environment we're in, the goal is not always to just stay status quo, it is to grow, grow, grow. I mean, you want to be conservative, you don't want to take on additional risk, but let's go over some of these tips and I, I think it'll be really helpful for people. All right, cool. Number one, always be marketing. When the market is hot, when it's not, when it's in between, whatever your main campaigns are, they can never stop, right? Whether that's pay-per-click or direct mail or whatever it may be, all kinds of different ways to market. But that never changes. Your bread and butter of marketing is always on. Yeah, I mean, there's so many clients, there's so many business owners out there that they market, 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 and then they get deals, and they get opportunities, they get clients, and they're like, great, we're in a great spot, then all of a sudden that falls off, yeah, they turn and, they're, marketing. and they're back to here, yeah. and then they stop marketing. Just because you, it doesn't matter if you're having your record month, or a record year, or you're at the best part of your business, you have to continue to market, because as soon as you stop, eventually that pipeline will trend down, and then you got to market, 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 spend all your time on that. So why not just stay everything market, 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 so you're constantly growing on an upward, on an upward basis. And it's such a trap that everyone falls into. Oh, I'm just too busy right now, I can't market anymore because I have too many clients and I can handle. Well, that's exactly. great, that, that's great that you do, but, but that may not happen forever, so make sure you're marketing on a regular basis. Set it and forget it. We have one campaign that's been running for eight, nine years straight, yep. without pause. So, okay, cool. Number two, be as visible as possible both online and offline, and that's a little bit different than marketing because like Jason and I were discussing earlier, your marketing can be stuff where people don't actually see you, like if it's mail, if it's pay-per-click, like it's not you and your company and everywhere you can be. Um, the places you can be, obviously online, social, YouTube, stuff like that, and offline, like active in your community, president, excuse me, present at industry events things like that. Yeah, meet meetup groups, places like that. I mean, visibility is huge. I mean, we know so many real estate investors that do a ton of deals and no one knows who they are and no one will know and and it's great cuz they, you know, they're doing direct deals right now kind of on, you know, under undercover, let's call it. But as soon as the market changes and part of this conversation is because the market has changed and we're we're towards the top. Again, there's pros and cons of that. So I'm not saying that's a negative thing. But part of that is soon as they have no visibility. So as soon as they're having a hard time finding deals, no one's just gonna pick up the phone and call them. They're nowhere to be found. They don't have a website, they don't have any online or right. offline presence. So I I believe visibility uh, is an important thing. I mean if there's ten people to choose from you know, ten. If you're a service provider and there's and there's ten people in your community to choose from, and no one can find you, guess what? No one will find you, and they're going to go with the, the person who's in front of everybody. No doubt about that. Okay, number three: be proactive and be creative. In a hot market, people are fighting for deals. They're fighting for your deals. You might even be losing 
stuff that you would normally get, clients that you would normally get in the past because people are being more creative than you. Like if it's deal structuring, if it's how it's financed, like any little advantage that you can make for yourself is gonna help you in a hot market. Yeah, I mean, part of this conversation goes back to a few people recently that says, hey, I don't know how to, in the real estate business, hey, I can't find any deals anymore, everything's dried up, it's, comp it's competitive, and, and <laughs> my response is, well, you know, you can't just hope that deals are gonna fall in your lap. I mean, if somebody calls, you, you know, if, you, if you're lucky enough for somebody to just randomly call you out of the phone book or whatever the case is, you know, take that and as a win but that being said that's not happening on a regular basis you're the one that needs to be proactive over and over and over to help your business expand and to help to get clients knocking down your door i mean think about an offline business you don't just open up a business and then all of a sudden you have people flocking in the door wanting to buy wanting to buy if you're a real estate investor you're a real estate agent and and you want people sellers to work to work with you they're not just going to all of a sudden like hey i created my business entity and all of a sudden people are going to flock to you you need to be doing the heavy the heavy lifting and arguably business is hard it really is it's it's hard to get business it's hard to grow so you have to be proactive each and every day in order to you know, make people flock into your store. The goal is to get people to flock into your store, obviously. The goal is right. for unlimited amount of deals to come into your door, but that's just not gonna happen unless you're the proactive person. Yeah, and a good way to be proactive and creative is to add on maybe another service, like a, an offshoot of your business. Like if you're a title company, maybe you can start doing, you know, foreclosure settlements, for example. Yep. If, if you're an attorney and not a title company, you can add in whatever it may be, another line of business that maybe there's an underserved niche in the market that is not as competitive as your main thing, and you can have better spreads over there. Yeah. Right? And you can compete better because your margins are gonna be good over here. Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of overlaps in our next tip, which is always be growing. I think it's important, no matter what, to make sure you're expanding, you're growing, you're creatively structuring things and thinking outside in order to have more of an extension. Um, you know, it could come to the point, you know, we're in a really competitive market right now, um, and maybe you're like, hey, I was flipping, or I was wholesaling properties, wholesaling, 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 I was making great money, the numbers maybe aren't there anymore, so I'm gonna continue to wholesale, but maybe now I'll flip, or maybe I'll buy some rentals. Now, this isn't a topic about sticking, you know, getting away from your wheelhouse, we're not talking about that, you know, stick to your core competencies, but at the same time, be creative, and maybe there's additional opportunities out there by growing, maybe expanding into a different different market. Maybe you're you're a business and you can pick up another uh, different SKU item, or you can pick up another product inside inside your business. But again, you know, things to think about. But gr growth is really important, and it doesn't matter if you're at the top and you're just you know you still have to think about growth, or if you're at the bottom, you still have to think think about growth. It, yeah. It's just like marketing. It's got to be it's got to be in the top of your head to do on a regular basis. Yeah, and that one ties really well into number five, which is always keep your eye on the bottom line. So th those can run kind of in conflict with one another. Always be growing, but always focus on the bottom line. You wanna grow and you need to grow because otherwise people are gaining on you. But at the same time, you're not trying to do deals for free. You're not trying to break even. And sometimes, you know, that can, if you're trying to buy the market, if you're trying to spend more in order to have a higher top line, you can end up cutting out your bottom line, your profit margin. So you have to keep an eye on both, a real close eye. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing business just to do business, which is another way to stay this, you're in trouble, especially in a market like yeah. like this. Because what happens is, is you know, the, the, follow me with this story real quick. All of a sudden, you're buying a property at one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Your wholesaler, you know, you can buy it at, you know, you can sell it at one hundred forty thousand um, dollars, or you have been selling them at one hundred forty thousand dollars. And all of a sudden, you can't buy it at one thirty anymore. You can buy it at one thirty eight, and you say, okay, well, I might as well buy it at one thirty. I can make 
2,000 bucks, may, maybe. Your margins are slim. It's the same thing that goes back to us and our lending company related to, with a lot of competition in the space. All of a sudden, people are lending at higher LTVs, they're giving away cheaper money to undercut cut the market. It just doesn't work. That doesn't meet the model. So We don't support that. It, it doesn't matter where you are in the cycle. If there's a lot of competition, if there's not a competition, you have to, you have to stick to it. And there's a lot of naysayers out there, and if you are, feel free to comment below, and we can kind of have a good conversation related yeah. about this, of saying, well, you know, I was doing 10 deals. I need 10 deals a month in order to stay in play. Now I'm only doing one, and if I cut my margins a little bit, I can I can do more. But that being said, just because you cut your margins to do cheaper deals doesn't mean like that's going. You know, your bottom line profits, your net profits are are still going to be positive. I mean, you got to think about your net bottom line money in your in your pocket. So, yeah. no one wants to just do more work to do more work. I hope that's not you, maybe maybe it is, but a lot of people don't wanna do a lot more, spend a lot more time um, uh, on stuff, but it it's a trap that you'll fall into. You'll do not take on a deal just because you don't have any deals in your pipeline right now. You know, the, the, the workaround on that is go be proactive, get off your ass, and do stuff in order to get that deal that you need at the numbers that you want. Yeah, and another kind of spin on that reminds me of a conversation I had with a guy I used to uh, learn martial arts from, and he would talk about people's goals and their behaviors not being congruent. And follow me for a second here, because it ties right into this. He would say that people want to be a competitor and they want to be a world champ, and that, that's their goal. But their behavior over here is not showing that. You're not doing what people who end up being world champions do. Now, in the business world, everybody out there says, oh yeah, yeah I'm in business to make money yet their behavior might not reflect that at all. They say that and they kind of think that, but their day-to-day -day and how they set up their business and everything else is just about doing work. It's just about doing transactions, just about doing deals. I got so many deals going on. So they say they're about the bottom line, but then their actions don't show it at all. So don't fall into that trap. Yeah, one last That's thing. Not good for anybody. One last thing to leave you with. Let's say you're in a market right now and you have tons and tons of business. Maybe you're heavy on the transactional workload in order to cater to that business, but maybe it's really competitive right now. You don't have as much business. Well, guess what? This is the time to be proactive and grow and do set up marketing campaigns, set up new systems, do whatever you got to do. If you're not if you're not overloaded with the transactional work, and you have some downtime because you're not doing as much deals as you did now, well, this is the time to you know, take advantage of. Take advantage of the free time right now and grow, ramp up, do your thing. Cool, hopefully you guys found this right, helpful. Guys. As always, any comments, please do comment below. We, soup, you know, we really appreciate any of those comments. Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe. Check you later.